Good evening, patriots. You are listening to Living with Liberty, and I am Ryan. Tonight I will go over why boycotting elections is a horrible idea, as well as a little reminder how where we shop or spend our money impacts our world. All next on Living with Liberty. I know we're really out of election season, but we still have one more very important election in Georgia um, that I think it's important that we go over yet. It has a high impact to our overall government and, and what can happen in our nation. I've seen a lot of posts floating around social media with this idea of boycotting the upcoming Georgia runoff races under this guise of exposing fraud by breaking the algorithm of the Dominion voting machines. Now, this is absolutely idiotic. The Democrats are going to show up and vote. So how exactly will this break the algorithm? There's been one account I've been trying to call out on Parler as peddling this bad information. It's called Red Eagle Georgia. Somehow this moron has been able to amass 2,700 followers peddling this idiotic lie and taking Lynn Wood's posts out of context. The latest on this is when Lynn Wood posted, and I quote this, I choose not to vote in another fraudulent election with rigged voting machines and fake mail-in ballots. To me, and I'm utilizing the context here of the work Lynn Wood has been doing in exposing the uh, alleged fraud uh, within this past election cycle, um, he's putting a line in the sand here and saying, I'm not going to do I'm not going to keep voting in these elections without doing something about it to make sure that I never have to vote in a, another fraudulent election again, that it's a fair and free election. I don't believe he is advocating boycotting an election. That would be asinine. Old Dead Eagle here is using no logic. If no one from the conservative side shows up, there will be no need for any algorithms. The Democrats aren't going to stay home. They'll gladly show up and vote in the two radicals there uh, to take the Senate. And really, at that point, they can start to really trample on our liberties. Now, I get the displeasure with the party and even the candidates, with the Republican Party, that is, and you know maybe even the candidates. But we need to get into a mindset of voting candidate over party for uh, ideals and values over party. Now, for conservatives and anybody on the right anyway, um, that candidate is more often than not going to be a Republican. You know, you might have a libertarian here or there that wins an independent, but by and large, uh, that platform of conservative values is going to come from a Republican candidate. At the surface, anyway, Republicans are going to be the ones most often embracing these conservative ideals, these conservative values. Now, notice here, I didn't say enacting these conservative ideas or conservative values. We know there are sheep in lion's clothing, namely Mittens Romney for one, that are eager to return to the days of the swamp. But by and large, when push comes to shove, even the sheep in lion's clothing will vote party line when it comes down to it. At the end of the day, the swamp creatures like to remain in power 
And the only way to do that is by getting the votes from the people. Now, President Trump isn't guaranteed to win any of his suits brought in any court in any state or county, and that's including the Supreme Court, which is why it's vitally important to get Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue reelected. They may not be what everyone wants or expects in a Republican, but from what I can tell, they will hold the line for freedom and liberty. The fact that Trump is heading to, uh, to Georgia this weekend should tell you all you need to know about the importance of reelecting them, the importance of this Georgia runoff. Conservatives made major headway in the House, but we'll need another cycle to take it back. We will only be able to do that if we hold the Senate. Holding the Senate, if Biden wins, will hold the line against the most radical parts of the uh, Democrat, uh, Democrats' agenda domestically, and will continue to expose them more and more for the communists they are. Opening up, uh, this will open up another red wave possibility in both houses, Senate and uh, the House of Representatives, in 2022. Holding the Senate, coupled with Trump pulling out this election, not only keeps the status quo uh, in going after the swampers, but sets up the potential for another Supreme Court nomination. Now, Stephen uh, Breyer is 82, so not exactly a spring chicken anymore. You know, my guess at that age is he's uh, maybe holding out to see if another uh, liberal president is elected with a, along with a liberal Senate. Uh, you know, holding the Senate coupled with a Trump win, allows for certain another constitutional justice to be nominated and confirmed. And then it puts further distance on any impact the embarrassing John Roberts has within the Supreme Court. Even if Biden wins and Breyer, uh, Breyer steps down, winning a conservative majority in the Senate will temper any sort of radical nomination to the Supreme Court, likely ending up with someone as wishy-washy as Roberts. Holding the Senate keeps the court at nine justices, keeps this ridiculous notion of making D.C. and Puerto Rico states, keeps the legislative filibuster intact. That serves as our protection for stopping bad legislation. So Georgian friends, get out and vote. I know it's hard. Everyone is done with this election crap. But it's too important. The country needs you. Everyone outside of Georgia, help out. Volunteer to make calls. There are several organizations right now knocking doors and making calls in Georgia. So if you can, you know, travel to Georgia and help knock doors, do it. If you can, take some time and uh, over the course of your day to, to volunteer with an organization that's making calls in Georgia on behalf of conservatives, do it. And if you see any garbage like Red Eagle Georgia spreading out on Parlor right now, correct it. We need to hold each other accountable for bad info, as well as bad advice. And we need to be on the same team. We're all conservatives. We all have the same end goals in mind. We all have the same values. We need to start acting like it. We need to start uh, pulling together and moving in the same direction like the left does to get these things done. Switching gears, and being that we're in the holiday shopping season, it's important that we are mindful and judicious with where we spend our money. We have to stop funding those who hate what we stand for. I know it's hard to give up the convenience of Amazon, but everyone offers free shipping. 
everyone offers two-day or express shipping, or I should say almost everyone. Uh, we don't want—I don't like speaking in absolutes. So let's say almost everyone offers those things. Amazon, their political da- donations are heavily democratic. They're funding uh, radical agendas. Now, if, if we're looking at options to Amazon, Overstock.com is one option to Amazon. They tend to fund Republican candidates. Um, Walmart, as much as I hate to say it, is another one that leans Republican in their political donations. Walmart's probably, uh, uh, you know, as far as Amazon goes, a better uh, option in terms of breadth of offering to what Amazon has. And to boot, Amazon or, uh, Walmart offers the convenience of pickup for free. So you don't have to sign up for Prime to get the guaranteed next day. A lot of times, if you order early enough from Walmart, you can pick up the same day. At worst, it's pick up the next day for free, and you don't have to pay an extra fee uh, for for a, like a Prime service. Uh, and all you're doing is subsidizing, you know, really subsidizing the the free shipping that you're supposedly getting. One other option, and I've done this as well, is just buy direct from the manufacturers. Many of them offer the same type of of uh, shipping uh, offers and um, pricing offers that you know an Amazon or even a Walmart does. Also, mix in some small business shopping for good measure. Uh, those folks have had a tough year this year with all the shutdowns, the quarantines, just the hysteria over you know the the plague that really isn't. Um, we need to support those those folks that, you know, that's their livelihood. Those are really the backbones of our community, those small businesses. These big corporations will come and go. They really, you know, they put on a good show by donating to community type things, but it's the backbone of the small businesses that are the backbone of our communities. You know, and as you're out shopping, uh, you know, those small businesses, Instead of having that break at, uh, you know, that break time coffee while shopping, uh, those small businesses at a Starbucks, go to a local coffee shop. Instead of doing lunch at some national chain, do it at a local restaurant instead. All of that money you spend at those small businesses, those local coffee shops, those local restaurants, all of that stays within your community versus being sent back to some corporate office somewhere in the form of franchise fees or licensing rights or who knows what. We need to fight back and not shop those companies that heavily fund the Democratic Party. All we're doing is giving them the profits to continue to fund a party that hates the working class American. If we are serious about changing who our elected officials are beholden to, we need to press for more campaign finance reform that gets the corporate money out of politics, that gets rid of these PACs and super PACs. I think at the very least right now, our elected officials' suits should look like a damn NASCAR so we can see what company overlord we are voting for. We have got to fight back and remind these politicians that we are their employer not their corporate donors. At the end of the day, it's not going to matter how much money is contributed by a corporate donor if we hold the power to keep these elected officials in office. 
ask the Democrats how they're roughly quarter of a billion dollars spent trying to get McConnell and Graham out of the Senate ended up working out for them. That is there is case in point that we the people ultimately hold the power, not the amount of money spent. Voting is something we should always uh, do. It's something we have the power to do. That is our uh, agent for change within our government. And we should never fall prey to these idiotic calls to boycott an election. We have the power of purchase. Where we spend our money can help shape the course of politics, can help shape the course of our communities. Folks, that's my show for this evening. I'm grateful that you chose to spend a little bit of your day with me. If you could, subscribe. Uh, It'll help move Living with Liberty up the charts, and it helps others find the truth. Also, if you're listening on Apple and enjoyed the content, I'd appreciate it if you would leave me a positive review. Thanks again, and have a great evening. I'm grateful you've chosen to spend some time with me. I would truly appreciate it if you would subscribe to and share my podcast with friends and family. Please email me feedback. My address is livingwithliberty at usa.com. Follow and ring my bell for updates at my social media home on Parlor. My handle is at livingwithliberty. Liberty isn't a given. We must continue to fight and protect it. Working together, we will do exactly that. Until next time.